live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 4th. 2020 strong hand unconfiscatable bitcoin is the next bitcoin personal responsibility is the new counterculture deferral of gratification convicted conviction golden age relentless divine defiance over compliance hello my elite friends check out this week in bitcoin it's linked to below link to below anders was on simon from the netherlands Hass from australia oh my you can watch it at BitShoot also just hungrymeister.com sportsmeister.com, disruptmeister.com. Those are the three URLs you got to remember. They're linked to below. When YouTube kicks me off of my main channel, you can find me just like that. A new show every day, even when the main Bitcoin Meister channel on YouTube has been erased by them. We're working on that still. Haven't heard back from them, but they can't silence the Bitcoin Meister. Pound that like button. A new show every day. Haven't missed a day. Uh, we'll go over the Passover schedule a little later because everybody knows uh, during Rosh Hashanah and Passover, things are a little bit different around here. So uh, we'll get into that in a second. For All the veterans know that at least. Now, let's talk about feminization of the West, of the USA, the West. It, it's You're noticing it now during this virus panic when everyone's uh, hysterical out there, right? Here is a tweet. The fear genie has infected people to the, to the degree that they cannot think rationally anymore. Couple that with how effeminate this country has become, and you've got yourself the worst civic critical mass event imaginable. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, the New York Post has an article. Uh, Most Americans will stay home this month, even if the lockdown is lifted, says a poll. Oh, my. Well, at least they're voluntarily going to stay home if once this thing is lifted, okay? State by state, they'll lift it eventually. Um, but still, it shows how feminized and how scared and how hysterical uh, the media has made people. Or just, I mean, I'm not going to blame it all on the media. I'm not going to scapegoat the media on this. If people are uh, individuals, they should be individuals. It's personal responsibility is new counterculture. A lot of them became feminized a long time ago. Be a man. Stop hiding. Unemotionally analyze the facts. Don't get caught up in the panic prison that you're being fed on TV. I mean, I haven't watched TV at all. Uh, I saw, well, I don't, I mean, I, I don't turn that thing on, but I don't even see clips from TV really. Uh, and I did, until recently, I saw one from some mainstream uh, channel. And the dude was sitting at his house. And I had heard Scott Adams saying that all these dudes are like at their houses now. Like they didn't, they're not in the studio. I didn't even know that. Didn't even, I don't, don't even know that. That's how far, that's how I keep myself away from that nonsense because it's all nonsense. I read, Re reading is fundamental. Pound that like button. So I'll go to CNN.com. I'll go to Fox.com and read. Okay. There you go. But not, it's panic there too. And it goes way beyond the political divide. Okay. Fox is conservative. Drudge is conservative. They're feminizing everyone too. Okay, they're 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 just putting this sad, scariest stories, which are sometimes complete lies. They said a uh, an infant died in Connecticut from the, the virus, and it didn't even happen. And of course, that, that tugs on the heartstrings. But it didn't even. The governor of Connecticut said it. Apparently, I, I don't know. I I mean, I saw that in passing on Twitter. I don't even want to read it. I don't even care because I know this thing affects sick people. Okay, this thing affects old people to an incredible, uh, if you're healthy, dude, it's just, you don't really have much to worry about. It's just like a bad, uh, there've been, there've been other, you know, swine flus. I don't even know. They've killed plenty of people. All right. But we're not we're, And to lock down the whole country for this is ridiculous. And I've said it a million times, uh, but we're going to get into more specifics in a second. The point that I'm making right now is about uh, just, you gotta, you have a setback, you keep on going. Okay. You don't hide. That's what a man does. That's what you do when you're in motion, okay? 1,600 of my videos were erased. Did I go cry and hide? Did I say, oh, no, I compete. I don't complain. I have not missed the video yet, all right? So these people out there that get, get caught up in the panic prison, 
after this is over, and it should be, I mean, there's no reason it shouldn't be going on now. They're going to have a choice to make. Are they going to keep on hiding? Or are they going to be, are they going to compete and not complain? I, I got to tell you, a lot of people are going to keep on complaining. I mean, that's the, the victim mentality world that we live in now. You, you, it's glorious to associate yourself with victims, apparently. Um, it's great to be a victim. No. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. I am prouder than ever to be defiant and to be part of the uh, personal responsibility uh, counterculture. Now, we're going to talk about some dudes that were defiant here in a second in Queens. But let me just see if anybody had any questions in the uh, in the chat here. We got Pete, we got guys in the chat. All right. My usuals are there. All right. You guys can ask questions if you want. I Hopefully I will see it. All right. And remember, guys, uh, spread the word on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. There are still people contacting me like, what happened to your, what happened to your channel? I mean, it's like the pin thing on my, my uh, TechBalt account on Twitter. It's the pin video. There's a video explaining what happened right there. You guys can check it out. I always say if you're watching this, you know you know what happened uh, and you know where to find me. But it's just amazing. For years and years and years now, I'm like, link to below, disruptmeister.com, uh, TechBot on Twitter. And yet people, they, they, there are so many people that are caught in the YouTube algorithm. They, they don't see me. My video is coming up on YouTube. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to find me. I mean, I, I say it a million times. I mean, listening comprehension. That's what I have always said. Uh, but people people are finding it and everything. People are finding where I am. Hey, you can watch it on BitChute. There's so many options out there. And some of you are just still like, you're like, Adam, I just listened to your podcast. Nothing's changed at all. So what are you even talking about? I love you guys. I love you guys at sportsmeister.com. The guys that just listen that don't need to see my face. My hair does look nice tonight, but fancy sets and graphics. No, we don't have them here. And the podcast people really know that. All right. Does they just listen to the voice? Who can listen? To I, I can't watch this, dude. Oh, <laughs> you got to be able to make fun of yourselves, dudes. All right. You cannot take yourself seriously. Uh, life is awesome. Life is, is a lot of fun, dudes. Uh, and I was, uh, well, some of you soon are going to get a little tick. If you saw my uh, thumbnail today, that's a little preview of a special video you guys are going to get soon. I'm going to talk about L.A. and the mayor of L.A. I'm going to talk about him in a second here on, on this video, too. So let me let me get back to, to where I'm supposed to be here. All right, back to the notes section. Uh, uh, all right. Now, back to my thing. 4,000 bikers in Queens, okay, uh, attended a funeral. Uh, and, uh, the cops just stood there, which was great. Maybe they, maybe they were scared. Maybe they're like, this is ridiculous. These guys just want to have a funeral for their friend. So you, you can, it's linked to below. Uh, but of course the, the, they're, they're being shamed in the article, people trying, but I love them. I, I love these dudes for, you know, go being in motion. They're, they're on motorcycles. I mean, how they got, how are they going to spread it? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, but here is a, a, a reply in the thread from a guy named Harold Sipe. What a C-U-C-K this guy is. And this is a, t a typical compliant uh, reply. This is, this is the example of the feminization of America. I am now at the stage where I think anyone doing this crap should be shot. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's what the guy said. That is what the guy said. I'm not saying that. That's what this dude said. I'm, re I'm quoting a tweet there. He thinks that uh, people riding their motorcycles should be shot. <laughs> oh, God. Hundreds of bikers flood Queen streets to attend a funeral. Good for you. We need to see more of this. Uh, I, I saw a guy in a, in a Mustang. <laughs> he had it camo colored, and he was blasting his rap music. And I was just like, yeah, man. Do it. He had a top down on his camo Mustang. Do it. Cruise. What's wrong with doing that, man? Live your freaking life again, people. But to, to think that, to, to, to call for the, the killing of uh, 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 the, the shooting of people who are just exercising their rights just to drive on the street, to respect their friend who died. This is, this is the world we've gotten into. Um, and I, I'm... I'm proud that I'm not part of that mainstream culture where that's accepted. 
and the shame these no there there is no shame in being normal and, and uh you know riding your motorcycle for your friends that that died i mean attending a funeral is, is nothing to be shamed for but we, we've gotten to that uh hysteria level of hysteria apparently so the 20 percenter productive class we all understand that there is a day after tomorrow there's a day after today this this will pass and it is going to be great because the guys like that that cannot that i mentioned above the feminized people they can't compete they're going to keep on complaining there will be less competition out there and so many of them are just they're going to want to keep on hiding so good they're going to complain instead of compete the people who want to compete are going to be raking it in getting the jobs that the, the criers and complainers are going to be they're not going to be able to get anymore uh, is there and and they're again they'll be more more and more part of the dependent class more and more complaining coming from those feminized people they need a daddy they need a daddy because their daddy's little girl even if they got i mean for the it, it's just so pathetic these guys can't be guys their daddy's little girls daddy's little girls stay at home stay at home because cuomo said to say cuomo got me scared cuomo got me scared i gotta stay home even after this is even when everyone's going back to work i'm not gonna go great Great. Uh, and, and for you, all those people who are calling for this to go on and on to protect, protect the regular man. The funniest thing is, I mean, the, the unfortunate thing is, is that it's the wealthy people who can afford to have this go on and on and on. OK, I mean, again, for me personally, uh, this I mean, this I don't this could go on indefinitely and it would not affect me at all. Really? <laughs> I mean, I, I do this. I, I have my Bitcoin. I'm set. I'm set. There are plenty of people that could go on, but that th most people out there are <laughs> most people are middle class or lower class. But the, the, the great majority of people uh, can't can't this can't uh, go on much longer. OK, uh, so uh, the people who think this is you're helping people, you're keeping them healthy. No, you're destroying their lives. You're destroying most people's lives. And you, the people who are the most envious of the wealthy, the people who cry the most about income inequality. You're creating more and more of it. You're creating more and more of it. Guys who are wealthy, it doesn't matter to us. It doesn't matter. In the Bitcoin overlay, it doesn't matter to us. We're going to become, when it's all said and done, we'll be more wealthier than all you people who want to extend this. And it's your own fault. So pound that like button. Compete. Don't complain. I'm, do, I'm telling you the truth that this thing should end now, even though uh, in theory, in a sick theory, it's not in my best interest because the longer it goes on, the less competition there is for me once it, once it all ends. But then, no, I, I'm doing what's right, okay? I don't want people to be depend more and more people to be dependent. I want more and more people to have the independent mentality to know about personal responsibility. So really, in, in the true long-term thinker's mind, in a true wealthy person's mind, he knows, he knows that this thing should end right now. It's good for him because if, if there are more and more long-term thinkers out there, the world is a better place. The world is that much closer to life extension technology. Um, when we're, when there's people stuck in their houses, there's not the productivity is cut. And so innovation is also being cut during this period of time. And for me, I understand long-term innovation from others will benefit me, will benefit me, will benefit all of society. We'll talk about life extension in a second. Pound that like button. So uh, I now know why I watch Scott Adams. Now, he, he, one reason I watch him is, is he, he occasionally comes up with some good ideas. Uh, lately, there haven't been too many uh, good ideas because he's a scared C-U-C-K and he's promoting people to like, uh, be a good, be a good citizen and uh, help me <laughs> and, and, and don't work so uh, I can be healthy. So I don't have to, you know, if Scott's so scared, he should lock himself in his house. He, he shouldn't force it upon other people, but he, he doesn't get that. But he watches a lot of TV. He, that's all he does. He loves to watch mainstream TV. He comments it all, all, all the time. And you know what? Because he does that, he gives me a summary of everything. It's, it's, so it's quite uh, it's good. I get to see what's – I don't have to watch a second of the sickening CNN, ABC, whatever he watches and he's talking about and summarizing for me. I've never seen Chris Cuomo before. Uh, the, that's the uh, – yeah, Chris Cuomo is the, the guy on CNN. I, I mean, I've seen little clips of him, but I've never watched him on CNN. Don Lemon and all these people he talks about, I've seen teeny, teeny little clips of him. But Scott Adams, he sums up all these people. The other one, the women and stuff on CNN and Fox, I have no idea who he's talking about. I don't even know. MSNBC, I know 
Rachel Maddow, I know who she is because uh, there's there's many men that are that are better looking women than she is. But um, yeah, other and she's a disgrace to people of my. She's one of the reasons that like probably people people scapegoat people of my religion because of her. Um, but uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, but Scott, one of the reasons to watch Scott is that he's a C-U-C-K and he spends he's, he spends his time watching a mainstream media and he sums it up nicely for us so we don't have to watch it. So that that's pretty good. Scott Adams was trying to pump up his, uh, he has an altcoin that's like worth less than 10th of a cent or something. And he, he was, he was saying, you know, for the good of uh, the world, it would be great. You know, everyone's short on toilet paper. So my cryptocurrency should be worth as much as toilet paper. And so you think that's funny. You're like, oh, whoa, that, that's funny. But the funny thing is, it, he's a smart guy. If his, uh, it, obviously he owns a, a bunch of his own cryptocurrency. And if it's worth less than a tenth of a cent, but somehow he promotes it to these people to buy it and make it worth and trade it for uh, toilet paper, then it would be worth, I mean, he'd be a, a billionaire. <laughs> it would be worth so much more because obviously he, he owns a huge stake. Not a bill, he, I mean, he'd be much wealthier than he already is if he could pump up the price of one of his less than a cent, less than a tenth of a cent cryptocurrency to the, with a value of a, a toilet paper is what's, what's one toilet paper, right? A dollar or 50 cents. I don't know what, I mean, what a roll of toilet paper is. I'm not, I, got it, I get it for free here. Uh, it was provided, you know, comes with the places I stay at. I really, I really don't know what, how much is toilet paper these days? How much is it? I have no idea. But, but anyway, yeah. So, you know, he, he, that's his way of persuasion. Per, persu he calls it persuasion. All persuasion is, is like, how can you uh, easily convince uh, 80 percenters with fancy sets and graphics and, and, uh, and silly arguments and, you know, have them be my slaves. I mean, that, that's what, uh, that's what uh, persuasion is to, th to this dude out there. And I mean, he's not a bad, he's not an evil dude. I'll say that. He's not an evil dude, but whatever. He, he's, uh, he's, he's a collectivist. I'll say that. He's a collectivist. I'll leave it at that. Okay, moving on. I talked too much about Scott Adams. Uh, but I, again, now I understand why. I, I, I mean, he is a good summary of the mainstream, so I don't have to watch it. So there you go. But I am getting, I don't watch, I only watch his morning show. He has two shows now. I can't. And he talks so slow, by the way, you got to play it at 2x. So for me, it's like, what, 20 minutes out of my day, 25 minutes out of my day. It's, it's not much. And it, again, there's a couple times they'll say some good stuff. And it's good to get – again, you, you shouldn't just watch people you agree with 100% of the time. And uh, there's got to be a good reason to watch someone. So there's a good reason. He sums up the mainstream. Now, uh, anti-aging from Vitalik Buterin. A lot of you guys don't like Vitalik, um, but here he's got a good tweet. If we're being more open-minded about accepting new weird ideas, can I suggest, suggest anti-aging research? Aging is a humanitarian disaster that kills as many people as World War II every two years and even before killing uh, debilitates people and burdens social systems and families. Let it, let's end it. Yes, yes, let's, let's get everybody back to work. Um, and uh, it, it, I'll say this. Research money into uh, ending, ending, you know, anti into anti aging research is, is much more beneficial uh, than finding a a vaccine for this. Okay, seriously, finding a cure for age aging uh, would would be much more beneficial than finding a, a vaccine for something that everyone's going to get and everyone's going to become immune to. Again, are you going to take a rushed vaccine? If and the likelihood of them coming up with a vaccine in a, in a It'll take at least uh, 18 months, a year and a half, okay? All right? And I, I, I'm not, I've never taken a flu vaccine in my life, and I'll feel no need to take this one. I, I probably already had this thing. I mean, 50% of the people have no symptoms at all. So you might have had it, and you felt you felt healthy for the last 10 years, and you might have had it, okay? Um, you might have had it a month ago. Uh, we, we don't even have the antibody test out there, and we've gotten to this point where they've shut – uh, 42 of the states of the United States down. Okay, we'll go over the eight brave states uh, that that haven't given in to the what, what's it called the settle in place thing that we're we're under uh, uh, apparently. I mean, I was breaking. I was out there today walking around. Uh, and we'll get into that later. All right. So on the show when when Hass was on the show and he was talking about how the people in Australia are really following the rules and that they're being arrested 
and, and fine for doing little things. I mean, they're actually trying to enforce it on these people and they're not, they're not rebelling. And he said, well, as long as we have beer, we're cool or whatever. But someone, uh, I don't know if it was in the comment section. I think it was a comment section on, in my uh, bit shoot said, uh, Australia was originally a United Kingdom prison camp. <laughs> Pound that like button. So maybe, uh, that, that mentality of being in prison has like been passed down to the, the people. And they're like, well, I, I was brought here as a prisoner. I still got that prisoner mentality from 200 years ago. I, I, I thought that was an interesting, interesting little uh, point there. It, it's not true. You can't, you can't pass on that mentality. But, uh, and most of the people that are in Australia, they, they, they're not descended from uh, the, the people that were brought there from, uh, for, as prisoners. I mean, Hass, his relatives were from Lebanon. His ancestry, he's Lebanese. Okay. And so, yes, there will be a video of me outside because I know you guys like fancy sets and graphics. <laughs> you like to see me, you like a different background. So you'll see me on the streets of LA. Um, that'll probably come um, during Passover uh, because I don't do, Wednesday's the first night of Passover. So I'll do a show Wednesday afternoon but there'll be no new show on Thursday, but you'll get a tape show on Thursday. And this year's a little bit different because Friday night is Shabbat and I never do a show on Shabbat. I do a show before Shabbat starts on Friday and then I do this show after Shabbat ends on Saturday, but it'll get a little messed up. So there'll be another tape show on Friday. And so those of you also who follow me on Twitter, that means from Wednesday night, until Saturday night, there will be nothing new for me on Twitter. Okay. Nothing. So don't go crazy. Don't expect anything. I'm going into Twitter silence from Wednesday night to start a Passover until Saturday night, um, which will be the end of the third uh, day of Passover, which is the end of uh, Shabbat. All right. But, but uh, there you go. Just giving you things change around here on Passover. This one's a little different because of the timing and uh, Russia China. But all right. Enough of that. Uh, but you're still getting a show here every day, baby. Pound that like button. Conviction, conviction. But I think people like the outside. Yeah. Maybe the Friday one will be a flashback show. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Now that all my old videos have been erased <laughs> by YouTube, uh, I have a few of them saved. But no, I don't have all 1,600 of them saved. Hardly. <laughs> Hardly. But the cool thing is on sportsmeister.com, you've got over 300 the audio version of over 365 of them, actually. Sportsmeister.com, you can listen going back to uh, March of 2018 and a little bit before, too. Uh, the, some flashback ones I had brought up. Uh, it, for those of you who can listen, I know some of you just need to see my face. Uh, all right, so I warned everyone about the uh, my schedule coming up. I have to warn everybody about that in a couple, a couple more times on the other shows. <sighs> Response, personal responsibility here. That's that's me. Uh, now, so yeah, I, I mentioned before the United States is uh, becoming fascist and the whole world is becoming fascist. It's it's not the place of government to interfere with private matters, okay? Uh, but the people now think it is and they're begging for it. And this tweet uh, is a, a beg, someone begging Governor Hogan of Maryland to, to interfere. Here we go. When are you going to suspend rent, mortgage, and utility dues since most people are not working? <laughs> oh, government fixed my problem. Most people are not working because of the government. Your question should be, why are, are we living in a fascist regime now where the government is, is shutting down, picking, picking and chooses bit businesses that are winners and losers? Well, we think you should, you're, you're essential. You're not essential. Okay. So, no, they, they shouldn't be uh, suspending rent, okay? That, that isn't the responsibility of the government. A, a landlord, you've made a commitment to a landlord. Uh, but, again, we have gone down a, a path. Uh, the, the guy, I can see why a person would want this, but this person should understand, don't beg the governor who, put, who made this position, who put you in this position in the first place. If the governor of Maryland didn't shut down Maryland, You'd be working and you'd be uh, able to pay your bills. You'd be able to pay your bills. So uh, then we've got the unelected, at least Go Governor Hogan, Larry Hogan of, of, of Maryland, where I'm from, 
even though he's not really Republican, he, I mean, he's a, a rhino. He's the ultimate rhino right, right now. And the great, once he's, he wants, to, he wants all the people to love him and it'll be great once he's after out of office and how uh, all of, all the Democrats of Maryland will be saying how horrible he was and they will hate on him and they'll come up, you know, he'll, don't worry, he'll get it paid back to him, you know, trying to, trying to stand for nothing. He stands for nothing. He's just like, you know, it's ridiculous. Um, but how else will a Republican get elected to a statewide office in Maryland? I guess. I mean, th 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 I mean, that's the point he'll probably say. Like, I mean, I, I can't stand for anything. I mean, how else will I win? So, but, but at least he's elected because Falsi, this uh, what's Falsi, the the health czar of the United States? What's his position called? He 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 like is setting the is he dictator of the United States now? I mean, this is what people want. Falsi, this is what it's come to. An unelected, everyone worshiping an unelected bureaucrat. It's it's disgusting. It's 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 statism on on, on steroids. Uh, it, I would love if Trump just fired his butt. That that would be funny because I mean his the falsies models are completely flawed. I mean he doesn't see he's a, a he doesn't understand that you shut down that you, that these states shutting down the economies. It, I mean more people are going to die in the long run, um, and that it, there's no need to do this. There's no need to do this. Old people lock yourselves up, okay? If you, what Falsi should be doing is like telling, you know, figuring out the malaria pill. The malaria pill helps uh, prevent this for many people. Many people. Some people are making jokes out of it. We're going to get that in a second. Falsi's into the doom. I guess he wants to be a hero. I don't know what this, I don't know what his ulterior motives are. It's clear he's either got ulterior motives. Or he's just a. He doesn't care about money. Doesn't care about it because money is important. If people don't have money. They, they don't they can't eat they become dependent and they die for real not for fake not uh not not from things uh like, like that infant story before all right uh so yeah people take advantage of this for political reasons uh by keeping the fear level high so the virus again it's a real thing they didn't make it wasn't made up for political purposes but once it's out there, and once the politicians realize they can get fear out of it, and in fact, it's not the end of the world, and in fact, it's not as they know it's not as bad as it, as, as they're making it out to be. They want power, and there there are so many of them seeing this as an opportunity. And here's a tweet from Jesse Kelly. He says, "See Russia, 1917. Massive poverty, anger, and desperation are the perfect conditions to usher in leftist radicals." who would never even be considered in different times. So there's so many things right now that would not be considered in different times than this. The only reason they're being considered is because people are scared. And politicians uh, are taking, and it, it's not just leftists that are taking uh, advantage of this either. There's, there's all sorts of people that are trying to, uh, ooh, they want more power. This is ooh, it's a time to power grab time. Ooh, make these people more dependent. Yeah, I know the truth, but I'll just keep on lying and make it scarier than it really is. Media, the same thing. Media, they know they, they know to focus on the scariest possible things possible. It gets them the ratings. More people watching TV than ever before. Isn't that sickening? Isn't that sickening? Scott Adams was saying, yeah, he, th he thinks people are going to be healthier after this because they're going to be walking more. No, 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 no. People are stuck in their house watching TV, stuffing their faces with too much food that they bought at the store. So we probably have more people having heart attacks after this and getting diabetes after this. Who knows? And here is Eric Garcetti. Now, he this the video where he says he's a snitch is linked to make sure you downvote it. A lot of people have downvoted it, more people than upvoted it. I downvoted it. I'm in his town. All right. I, I'm here in L.A. until the end of uh, May. And here we go. He says snitches get rewards for ratting out their neighbors. Los Angeles mayor, this is a real thing. And, and the story is linked to below also. Uh, beside the video, you can watch yourself. Los Angeles, and this was on March 30. I think it was March 30th, and the story is just coming out now. Uh, Los Angeles mayor uh, is becoming national now, at least. Los Angeles mayor Eric Garcetti is encouraging residents in his city uh, to tattletale on their neighbors who defy his essential, at least by government standards, uh, if any non-essential businesses continue to operate in violation uh, of the stay-at-home order, we're going to act to enforce the safer-at-home order and ensure their compliance, Scarcity said. You know the old expression about snitches? Well, in this case, snitches get rewards. 
<laughs> Dude, I'd love him to hang out on the streets of Baltimore with uh, some, some of the guys uh, and, and say that he's a snitch and, and see what happens. Now, uh, a big, big, I, won't, I won't get into the, the, the specifics of what happens to snitches in uh, at certain neighborhoods in, in Baltimore City. You know, Druid Heights, Sandtown, Winchester, Baltimore. No, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if Eric Garcia would be uh, that, that line would go over too well there. But he's in L.A. I mean, he he, he lives in some nice uh, house. Where does he live? Um, does he live in Silver Lake? Or I, I don't know where. I, I don't know. He lives in some trendy place. Um, it's down, down the street. It's down Santa Monica Boulevard. I know that. So yeah, that, that, that is real. That's, it's unbelievable that it's uh, uh, the mayor of the second largest uh, city in the United States of America. The mayor of the city of Tinseltown City, uh, he, he can say something like that and get, get away with it, man. And uh, Guy Bennett said, didn't shed a single tear about the uh, – uh, oh, he says, I didn't – Adam Meister didn't share, shed a single tear about his last channel being shut down. Just picked himself up, dusted off, and created a new channel, the Bitcoin Meister strong hand. Well, dude, you got most of that right, but I had this backup channel reg ready because I'm a long-term thinker, and uh, I knew something like this would happen. And actually something like this happened for two days. Well, it wasn't this bad. It was um, just I couldn't post new videos for two days in December uh, because of the algorithm shut it down because of keywords. Um, but this is obviously a, a, they took my whole channel down this time. We'll see. We'll see if it comes back up. But no, I keep on rolling, baby. I'm rolling, 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 baby. I, you got to roll with the punches. But thanks. And uh, no, the show must go on. Conviction. Uh, we got pe a lot of people are talking. I don't know if they got uh, – uh, all right. People are saying stay safe. All right. Just yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it, something to catch my attention. If you can't type in my, my screen name, my screen name here is proud Zionist Jew, but I don't know if uh, that works. I mean, you made it work, but it's so it's such a long name. You're going to spell it wrong. You put, put a bunch of like eight smiley faces first and, uh, I will, uh, yeah, uh, I will, uh, I will respond if you, if you, I'll see eight smiley faces or, or something like that. Yeah. I picked the name of this channel because I knew I, well, I am a proud Zionist Jew and I know that just, that just really gets to the troll real bad. I mean, uh, one of the, one of the biggest trolling contingents on YouTube are the ones that are paranoid about Israel and stuff. So when you say, you know, Zionist, they, they have no idea what that even means. So it like really just drives them crazy. If someone says they're proud Zionist, how can anyone even say they're a Zionist? No, I, of course, I'm a proud Zionist Jew. All, all Jews should be proud Zionist Jews. Um, but so, so, again, many Jewish people, like all sorts of people have been feminized and they're scared and they, want, they didn't want to say that they like Israel and well, we, we must be wrong. We must be wrong. There's, there's no pride and no self-pride. Uh, but that's that, that's the opposite of me. That, that, that's the opposite of me. Uh, I got the conviction. Um, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to fit in with the Gentiles or anything like that. Nothing wrong with being a Gentile, but it, fitting in is overrated, dude. Fitting in is overrated. All right, uh, pound that like button. Moving on. But yeah, the screen name definitely was chosen to, uh, and I chose this. I I came up with this backup channel long before December too. I don't even rem remember when I came up with it. Now, I mean, you could probably there's a way to see. It says like member since. Whenever, um, okay. Moving on. Uh, what else do we have? Let's go. Okay, so Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, Brian sent me this tweet. He's a good dude. He's a good dude on Twitter, and he didn't make this tweet, but this is from Jimmy Hoover. Justice Ginsburg's trainer told me that he and the eighty-seven-year-old are still doing their workout sessions. And this is from March 31st at the Supreme Court's private gym <laughs> while taking precautions. The only reason why I didn't shut the justice down is because, hey, she ain't having it. So Brian makes a good point. He says, that's great that she's doing that. But to juxtapose this with all the stay home, don't hurt old people stuff that's literally everywhere in legal literature is so ironic. We should applaud RBG for getting out there and not shame others who want to do the same thing. So you know what? That is great that RBG is going to her gym and, and, and uh, she's with another person and she's socially interacting. And if other people her age want to do that or other people much younger than her want to do that, they should have that right to do that. They've lost, I mean, people are shut in their houses now. 
So it, it just shows you. Now, he bringing up RBG, I've been meaning to say this for a while. I got to call something out. Back uh, when she was diagnosed for the third time with a major cancer at the beginning of – when was it? The beginning of 2019. I said, there's no way this woman is – she's old. She's had this cancer for the third time, uh, and it's a serious cancer. Uh, I said, there's no way she's making it to 2020, let alone the 2020 election. So the Trump is going to get to decide another uh, – so who takes her place. And as you guys can see, she made it to 2020. So I was incorrect about that. And it's getting closer to November, and she's working out. So I, I say good for her. I say, I say good. I mean, that's amazing. And what I would love to know, I mean, we know part of her regimen is to stay in motion and to do exercise. It would be so awesome if she could tell everyone what she does. What is her exact regimen? What pills is she taking? What, does she fast? What, what supplements? What is going on here? Now, a lot of you are going to say, well, she's, she's, got, uh, she's privileged. She has access to so many things. And this may be true. She probably has access to a lot of things that a lot of normal people do not. But there are plenty of people who get sick like she gets sick, okay, who saved up their money and would be very willing to pay for whatever the heck she is paying for, okay, or what the government is paying for for her to survive this long. Um, so it would be great if she could share share that information. So uh, I'm not I'm not wishing anything bad upon her. I'm just – I love to know. I, I think it's quite an accomplishment to survive cancer this long, uh, and I'd love to know what she's doing. So, speaking about longevity, um, I I did a forty-five. I just ended well, a little bit before this forty-five point five hour fast. Keep on doing those extended fasts, everybody, um, and I feel great. I, I love doing them. It, I just I felt after my last meal, I felt very filled. So I'm like, okay, now's the time to do my extended fast. Um, and I, I do many of them during the year. So I skipped all of uh, the day. I skipped Friday. Didn't eat it all on Friday. I think it's the eighth day this year that I've totally skipped. And again, last year I got up to 35 or 36 days of the year. I totally skipped. And those of you who are familiar, every day, no matter what, is at least a 22-hour fast. But that doesn't mean if you do a 22-hour fast, that means you do eat every day. It's just – you have 20, at least 22 hours between meals. And usually for me, it's, it's like, uh, 23 or something like that. All right. But Hey dude, I like it very energetic and, uh, and something, I, I mean, this might gross some people out. Uh, but yeah, I had, uh, despite not eating for that long, uh, I still had a very solid <laughs> defecation and it just, you know, you're getting rid of the, the poison out of your body. That's, that's what defecation is. I mean, you're getting rid of the poison out of your body. So it, it was great. It's, it's good. And I've had, you know, when I've done my 120 hour fast at one time, I was, I think I defecated on the last day too. I mean, that's really, really cleaning out the system there. Okay. Um, hey, I'm not the only one that talks about defecation. Uh, watch Benchin, Benchin's channel. He talks about, it gets even, uh, into more details about his, uh, because he has, he has cancer. He, he has a uh, colon, was it? He's colon cancer and the liver cancer. So his defecations are, are very serious uh, endeavors. So, um, but he's, they've become better lately. So good, good prevention. Keep on doing what you're doing, man. Uh, and I think I, I'll mention again, watch Friday's show. It's dedicated to a, a Bitcoiner who I found out on, he died in February tour. Tor, I, I, Tor had been in the chat before, and uh, his wife emailed me. She had just found my email address and said, you know, Tor passed away in February. And so we dedicated the show, or This Week at Bitcoin show, to him yesterday. And he will be missed. Um, and I just I just want to say you know, he had brain cancer. So that's a really hard one to beat. Um, and he, he went through the traditional. He went through chemo. And, it, um, yeah, he, he – you know, he's gone now. But he did set a great example – uh, for, for everyone because he planned out his uh, with his trezor and his his uh, passing on his Bitcoin went very smoothly, went, went very smoothly. But he will be missed. I hung out with him actually in, in June, last June, um, which was was great. It was great. He's from Baltimore originally like I am, uh, but is, is very unfortunate. And it was, I was I, I learned right before the show went on the air yesterday that he died in February. I had I did not know. So that was this very sad. And he he will be missed. He was a Bitcoiner. Uh, he was a big fan of Bitcoin and he was a fan of this show and, and some of the other shows. I think he liked World Crypto 
network and tone also. And uh, so just want to point that out again. We're talking about cancer, so I'm thinking about that. Anyway, uh, moving Dennis Prager here. Oh, so let's let's talk about scientists real quick, okay? Because it, it does seem like there are some people who, if, if you're called a scientist, and they don't care what school you went to or anything, if you, you're somehow classified yourself as a scientist, it's like a religion to people now. That the, these are like their uh, – Dennis Prager points this out that uh, – if for the seculars, this is like their rabbis and their priests. And he, science is a religion of the left, is what Dennis Prager says in this video linked to below. And so he talked at the 27 minute and 25 second mark. He goes on with this. And he, the major point, and I don't care about the leftist part, part of it. What I care about is that rabbis and priests and religious authorities, they're not always right. They do bad things also. They have affiliations. They say things for certain reasons. Now, there's some that are that are really pure, I'm sure, okay? But they're not perfect either. And I think religious people understand that. You can't blindly follow uh, some of these dudes. But uh, on the secular side, people don't get it. Like, there are scientists that can be bought. There are priests that can be bought. There are rabbis that can be bought. Uh, <laughs> so if, if science is your religion, okay, if you treat these guys like you've you got it. So – you got to understand they're not going to be perfect all the time. And I think more and more people, well, there's, there's more, a lot of people uh, are so scared that they, they are thinking more so now that, you know, science, the president's scientists, uh, uh, Cuomo scientists, Gavin Newsom scientists, they, they must be right. Um, you know, but they're scared. They're scared. But, uh, no, there, there are people that are realized that are going to come out of this and be like, Wait a second. What's this? Ninety percent of scientists think uh, climate change is real thing. Uh, who are these scientists anyway? There will be plenty of people that weren't uh, climate uh, climate change uh, skeptics that are going to become climate change skeptics after all this is said and done. But there'll probably be more people that'll be more hardcore climate change after this also. That'll be like, look, we shut down the whole economy for this virus that wasn't very serious. Climate change is serious. Let's sh let's shut it down. Let's shut it down. Oh, God. Uh, Dennis Prager also brought up a point about how if we banned alcohol, banning alcohol will save many innocent lives. Do you guys know that? Um, there'll be less spousal abuse. Uh, there'll be less car accidents where innocents are going to get killed. Again, a lot of people get so drunk they beat their spouse to death. And uh, that, that won't be happening if, they, if you ban alcohol, right? And there won't be drunk drivers if you ban, ban alcohol, right? So, but but few want that. These few people understand. You know, it's free, you know I'm, I'm free to drink my alcohol. I mean, why would you take away my alcohol? And the virus has made people, you know, totally forget about that. The virus they can't see. It's not a physical thing. It's it. it uh, but so they're willing to save lives by giving away their freedom. All right. But uh, you you would save more lives if you banned alcohol than than, than what we're doing right now. Okay. And uh, but people aren't calling for ban. So I mean, you can ban. So you can do. The government can force itself in so many aspects of people's private lives and will save many lives. Um, but we, you're supposed to treasure your freedom. You're supposed to be independent here, man. You're not supposed to be. But again, collectivism is the default. And be and being self-sufficient is the accomplishment, man. Being a, an individual is the uh, accomplishment. But just just think about that though for a second. All right. Now here, Carl Denninger, again, he has been so right on this at Market Ticker. So follow him on Twitter. It's linked to below. This link is linked to below. Because if we destroy our society and societal contract between all of us and our government, which is exactly what all of these lockdowns and fear monitoring is doing, right now there will be no America worth living in. Virus or no virus. This must end right now. Right now, today. Not tomorrow. Today. Uh, so yeah, it, it, will this fear cripple the economy for the long term? I mean, the longer it goes on, the longer this, even after this is over, it's going to have a huge effect on people's mentality and thus on the economy of the 80 percenters. Um, so yeah, people are, as, as that New York article mentioned, people are scared to go out, uh, so scared that they're scared to go out after the virus will be gone. 
And there's so many people like, it will be a different world afterwards. Everyone's going to be a hypochondriac afterwards. I hope not. I really hope not. I'm not, I'm not buying into that. But Carl is, is worried about that. And that's why he, he to, to avoid that happening, end it right now. So we don't raise a nation of hypochondriacs, of panic prisoners. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the longer it lasts, uh, the more so it'll be ingrained in people's heads and hard for them to ever be normal again. Uh, and yeah, the governors, they sicken me, the ones that say that there's going to be a new normal after this new normal. Everyone's going to be a hypochondriac. Oh, God. Now, a surfer Jim, a guy I met in Vegas, a fan of the show. I linked one of his videos below. Well, he was interviewed uh, by that dude down in Texas. And, so, you know, uh, he, surfer Jim's in motion. He's the one who made those cool business cards with like all this awesome Bitcoin information on a business card. He hands them out at events. I love it. He's linked to it. Watch the video of him below. Uh, Airbnb. I read this on another show, but I just want to read this again. Airbnb is about to crash the U.S. housing market. Thousands of super hosts who bought 10, 20, 30 properties with mortgages and are heavily levered and are about to default. Without travel, there is no rental income to pay these mortgages. In two to three months, 2008, all over again. Well, yeah, it, I'll say that we'll have a major real estate crisis in two to three months if these lockdowns don't end. Uh, that's for one thing. Uh, we still might have it because international travel will be messed up. For There are going to be plenty of CUCK countries that aren't going to let up. Uh, even if the United States uh, leads the way, uh, there are going to be plenty of countries that don't follow. And I, I say this. I'm not – I don't own real estate. Uh, and uh, I told you what a pain in the butt it is to own real estate because I have owned real estate before. And so I am not in debt, but I take a positive spin on this. Okay. For a guy like me, there are going to be so many great rental deals and Airbnb deals because of all these people that are just going to be desperate after not having any rental business for months, uh, they're going to be give it, giving away the stuff. Okay. So for all you dudes who want to be in motion and travel for cheap, it's coming up, baby, worldwide, okay? It is, and especially nationwide. If there's ever been some city you want to go to, you're going to have the opportunity soon enough. You young, health, and this is why you stay healthy, okay? So because some people are like, well, wait a second, I'm, I've got diabetes. I can't go around because I'm scared I'm going to get this disease. Well, if, you, if, you're, if you've been uh, maintaining your health and been in motion and, and been a long-term planner like me, well, you wouldn't have to worry about that right now. But it's personal responsibility, you can eat as many tasty cakes as you want to. I'm not stopping you from doing it. But you just because you became tasty cake addict and Burger King addict um, doesn't mean I, I should be locked in my house, okay? I mean, it just it doesn't go together. It doesn't make any sense. But for some of the people that want the authoritarian regime, it, it does make sense. Anyway, the point is, uh, yeah, some people made some bad real estate decisions. They'll be able to hang on to their real estate, and they'll be trying to – uh, hey, if anybody wants to buy cheap real estate, not that I advise doing it, there'll be a lot of cheap real estate out there too. No doubt about that. But I'm on the rental side of things, baby. And again, for the people that say real estate never goes down in price. Yeah. All right. Go on, moving on. Defiance versus compliance. Oh, I want to say something. I noticed there are a lot of pot smokers out there in the Bitcoin community and it seems like the one, the guys that, who I know who smoke a lot of weed, um, they're the ones that are more likely to be uh, compliant on this whole shutdown America thing. So I'm just wondering how much uh, pot emasculates people and feminizes them. Because I, I noticed they're, they're definitely pot people seem to not be on the same side of this argument that I am on. So maybe I'm just seeing it's maybe I'm not maybe I need to know more pot heads. I don't know. Is anybody else noting this, that, that regular pot smokers seem to be like, yeah, let's just take this easy. I'm not going to protest it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be defiant like Adam Meister making videos. You know, I'm just going to go with the flow and say, they're sick people. We should save the old people. And I'm not going to study the statistics. And you know, sometimes government overreach is okay type of Oh, let me have another doobie. I, 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 if you guys are doobie smokers out there, I don't want you to be effeminate. I want you out there being men saying, this is stupid. This is horrible. What is that, 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 that so many Americans are being compliant little bootlickers now. Now, my, my video that got complained about 
uh, I was I was talking about this. So again, I, I knew very well that someone could tell tell on me, be an Eric Garcetti. Someone snitched on me. Someone snitched on me to YouTube. I mean, that was one of the messages I got from YouTube was that one of your videos has been complained about. We're taking the video down. But then the next thing, they took the whole channel down. But the point is, is that I obviously I this whole time people and it's not been popular to to talk about things the mainstream is not is talking about. I mean, I brought up the malaria pill before anybody was talking, hardly anybody was talking about it because I know I am logical. I'm using reason. I am not panicking. I am not getting emotional about this darn thing. And I, 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 I know that it is, it's a real disease, but uh, the damage, the, the solution that has been put out there by the mainstream of this world is, is much worse than the disease, much, much worse. And look, and now it's acceptable to be a snitch. That the mayor of LA is saying to be a snitch. I mean, it's it's grotesque, totally grotesque. It will end though. It will end though. People will become others will take to the streets. Okay, now keep on. You dudes say it loud and proud on social media. Retweet this. Retweet Carl Denninger. Keep just put it out there. Every little bit helps, man. Everybody, every little bit helps wake up people from their TV trance. And plenty of people are in that. Now, here is a, a Fox a 5 New York uh, article. It says store owners boarding up buildings across Manhattan. And there's pictures of, indeed, owners of buildings in Manhattan are scared of civil unrest. I have also seen this in L.A. Um, if you see the thumbnail for this video, you can see in the background uh, behind me, there's uh, some businesses that, were, that are boarded up because they, they're a little worried about civil unrest. Don't blame them. Okay, CNN article, Republican governors stay at home orders. Okay, they say uh, they're trying to shame eight Republican governors who have uh, who haven't issued stay at home orders. And uh, they, they're, they're basing their shame on politics. Like, look at the Republicans, shame on the Republicans. Again, if this was such a serious thing, why are you getting political about the whole thing? Why are you getting so, – it's just a, it's just another lever to attack your political enemy. Look at the Republican. He will not go with the standard. He will not give in or she. So there's eight of them. Uh, they're trying to shame them into this, this thing. And I praise them. I praise these eight red state governors. They call them red state governors. Oh, and I will list the states. And some of these guys will probably give in. Arkansas, Iowa, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, South Carolina, Utah, and Wyoming. So the South South Dakota governor is great. Uh, she says in this tweet, um, and I didn't link to it, uh, unfortunately. South Dakota is not New York City, she said in a press conference April 1st. Uh, later urging residents not to turn on the news and look at New York City and think that's that's what Lemon, South Dakota is going to face in a month. The calls to apply for a one-size-fit-all approach to this problem is herd mentality. Pound that like button. I love it. She's using my term there. It's not leadership. Only two people have died of the virus in South Dakota, by the way. I've been there before. I have actually driven through South Dakota. All right? Um and it's spread out. It's flat. Hardly anyone is there. How are they going to spread this? Now, Mount Rushmore is not flat. That's in the uh, southwest corner of the state. I'm sure they've shut down Mount Rushmore. I mean, they shouldn't have. People could space themselves out there if they want to, even there. Uh, but, man. And in Wyoming, there have been no deaths from the virus. Okay. So some people want Trump to force the order on these states. So remember, Trump hasn't made, he's made recommendations. It's all the state's governors and city's mayors that have done all these draconian things, okay? It is not Trump. But there are plenty of people that like, including the falsy, whatever he is, the medical czar, whatever his, he wants Trump to, to issue a stay-at-home order from at the federal level. And this is a state's right issue. It's great. I love that Trump, uh, and he's not perfect, but on this, he's letting the states do what they want to do. He's letting the states do what they want to do. Uh, so he's only setting the tone, uh, and he's he's set recommendations. But it's the states that are ordering people to stay home, and those and God bless South Dakota. Okay, God bless the 
so I, I'd love to go visit South Dakota again during the warmer months. Uh, again, I, I'm not going to. It gets cold there too. Uh, <laughs> but me talking about this uh, federal level versus state level thing also, I have said in the past, um, you know, I, I don't care who wins the presidency, et cetera, et cetera. But this is a real issue. This is a real issue. Because you know, if, if, if Biden or Cuomo became president, this wouldn't even be a question. He, they would order all sorts of draconian things to every state. Okay, states are supposed to be experimental places. You try different things in each state, so that's a that's a federal overreach right there. So having a a, a president who's going to do federal overreach to, to to this level, where you know South Dakota doesn't want to have anything to do with this uh, stay at home order stuff, uh, yeah, that that would be problematic, and you know that that, that kind of shoot some uh, holes in my whole uh, philosophy of like, yeah, I don't care who president is. So made, made me think a little bit there. So CNN, I, I do not put these people on pedestals. At the same time, I, I can, the, one of the main reasons I don't worry about who's president, because if it ever got to be uncomfortable for me, for me, I would just leave the country, go somewhere else, whatever. Uh, CNN, What's this? Oh, they, the Democratic National Convention has been postponed. Oh, it's that it's that much because of because of coronavirus. Oh, that's one step closer to saying, eh, you know, Biden, we're not going to do this the way we plan to do it, and we like this Cuomo guy. Just more again this week, more and more people talking about. Well, they're talking about President Cuomo. Uh, they're talking about Andrew Cuomo's nipples, and they're saying uh, that he should run for president. Should be president, and he. They keep putting him on the news. I mean, the the, the media loves this dude. Biden is a. Uh, if Biden actually knows what's going on, he's probably worried. I don't know if Biden knows what's going on. All right, but th there's your first step: moving the Democratic National Convention. It's supposed to be in the summer, so who knows where it's going to be now. So now, also uh, on social media, people are going crazy over Joe Rogan again. He he liked Bernie at first. And people went crazy over that. I mean, this is one guy. Don't put him on a pedestal. Now he's saying he's, he'd vote for Trump over Biden. And everyone thinks it's like the end of the world on Twitter. I mean, dude, wasn't the end of the world supposed to be uh, the coronavirus? I mean, so how could coronavirus be the end of the world and you're worried about what Joe Rogan is saying, who the next president is? Why do you care about who the next president is if we're in a life or death situation today? Because you know it's not a life or death situation today. You know this whole thing is fake. All right. That I mean, again, the virus is real, but the 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 hysteria is fake, and they, they and people are showing it because they're still ooh, Joe Rogan's influencing the president. The presidential results are because people worship these people, and you shouldn't worship it. it it's much more. It, they'll do anything to get their winner in office, including be hysterical about this virus. So it, it is sickening. I mean, it's sad that there's so many people have become hysterical over this virus, but it's sickening that some of them know better. They know better, and they're doing it for ulterior motives to get their man, get their team to win the presidency. It means that much to them to destroy people's lives, to destroy the economy. They, they, they have no idea about economics or, or, or money or anything like that. I mean, they, they're socialists and communists and stuff. They think it'll, it'll all work out if we get the right guy in charge. It'll cancel out. All these people not working for months. They probably think that. Uh, I'm not a mind reader. So I, I've said before, landlord hate is coming. Vilification is coming. Uh, it is a bad precedent for letting people not pay rent and other responsibilities. And here's a quote about that. I worry about precedents being set for the future. If some of this is enacted, won't people call for similar things to be used for just about uh, for just about any future bad happenings. Could terrorists use future attacks to shut down economies? I can't say for sure, but it is worth a discussion at least. And that was a comment left on Scott Adams' video, actually. And, and I love the, co the comment sections of Scott Adams' videos are good. That's enough. Well, that's not watching. That's reading. But I, I will say this. It did make me think about the precedent. Like, okay, we'll get through this. But how about there is like a terrorist attack one day again, God forbid, and the terrorists do it because they know, well, um, and it's not even that big of one and because they know that the whole country will shut down and that's the true way of getting at the United States. 
is to scare them, is to scare them. Because they know every time you scare America now, they shut it down. They, they, uh, people don't pay rent anymore. People don't do anything anymore. And it, that is why it is a moral hazard here. At, but the other side of this argument is, okay, people go on rent strike right now uh, so that this ends. So everybody start not paying their mortgages now so this ends. So, I mean, I see the other side of the argument down also. But it does set a bad pre- – here we, we can define it and we can we can separate it in this way. If the people naturally stop doing these things and it's a protest, then I support it. But if if when these things happen, the government orders it, saying no, everyone is not paying their rent anymore. That is a horrible moral hazard. Okay, everyone, you're not you. The government law now is all contracts are no longer uh, valid, so you don't have to worry about contracts anymore, people. Uh, because we just had a, a terrorist attack, or we just had a disease. We, we the government, are, are making that law. That is a, that's a horrible uh, moral hazard, ho- horrible precedent, and it'll just keep getting repeated over and over again. But if people naturally now get frustrated and want to stop this being locked in their houses and want things to get back to normal, and that's the way they protest, okay, that's better. Now, people on Twitter are are, are making fun of the, President Trump for bringing up the malaria, malaria drug. And are saying that he's like Jim Jones telling people to drink the Kool-Aid. These people are either ignorant or they hate Trump that much that they will lie. This malaria drug is helping people, okay? So we've got the doomers versus the, the hope in motion people. I am in motion. I, I If people are so scared they're going to get sick, okay, be in motion. Take this, all right? It gives you hope. It is an old drug, that has been around for a long time. Now, it can't interact with other drugs. And of course, many Americans, because they're so sick already, are on tons of other drugs. Okay, that, that's something to take. Uh, you know, but this, to make it, to paint Trump as, as ridiculous for, for promoting this, this drug, it's absolutely ludicrous. There have been scientific studies that show it has helped people. And do you think the rich, and Scott Adams has brought up, this is a great point. I mean, President Trump might be on this drug now. I'm sure there are plenty of politicians and wealthy people who've gotten their hands on it, who are older and who are sicker, who are scared, who are like, okay, this is gonna, this is gonna save me, type of thing. But at the same time, you have these vicious panic mobs. I mean, doom mobs on social media, just saying, oh, he's Jim Jones. He's telling people to drink the Kool Aid. It's poison. It'll kill you. No, when you drink aquarium solution, aquarium cleaner, that will kill you. That is not malaria pills. It sounds like malaria pills, the the the, uh, the drug that's in it, but it's it's not the same thing. So yeah, fear mongering based politics. They will say anything to scare everyone so much to make sure their guy wins the election. They will lie about something that that would is quite helpful. I mean, imagine if the mainstream media actually covered this this malaria pill. It would give so many people instead of scaring people. People like there. I I bet the majority of Americans don't even know this malaria thing exist that it's a legitimate uh, solution to the problem the part a major hunk of the problem at least all right so i'll leave you it's at we're at an hour point in the show that's the end of the show i want to tell you for the next 24 hours or less than that myheritage.com i link to it below you get to check united states census records uh for free this is usually a site you pay for i've never paid for it um but you can go to the link below and you can check, find out about your family history. Check, check, uh, type in your last name and you can see census records, see where your family lived in 1920, 1930. This is for Americans. Um, it's fun. I, I, I was playing around with it earlier um, and I, I found out a couple things about uh, uh, both sides of my family that I didn't know. Not, nothing too drastic, but uh, uh, and uh, one of my in-laws, I found out something about the the family of one of my in-laws. So, so it's, it's, it's fun. You, if, if you, especially if you've got a rare last name, um, you'll be able to find information pretty easily at the site. It's linked to below. Remember dudes clicking on the links below is part of the, uh, is part of the game here. It's you're not, you're not benefiting from this video unless you uh, check out the, the links below. Uh, okay. There, there are comments. I got to read this stuff. All right, quickly, I will read what I forgot, didn't read here. Guy Bennett says, when all this nonsense is over, get ready to see an amazing drop in deaths 
attributed to pneumonia, diabetes, and other underlying health conditions when the annual reports are in. Oh, I, I, get, I get your point there, man. Uh, the thing is, uh, what he's trying to say is there are a lot of people there's, that they're saying, it, it, every country does it differently. Uh, there are people that die and they didn't die from the virus, but they, they found out later like, oh, they had the virus. And so they, they classify them as dying from the virus. They died from something else, but they happen to have the virus. You can, you can tell when someone really died from the virus instead of uh, dying, then finding out like, oh, they also had the virus when they died. Um, okay. So Guy Bennett says, a good one from Molyneux. He calls COVID-19 COVID-1984. Well, but Molyneux has been panicked about this too. I wouldn't say he's a great person to watch on this at all. I wouldn't say, I mean, that's a good saying to call it COVID-1984, but he's not, from the clips that I've seen of him, and I don't watch him that much anymore anyway, uh, he, he seemed to be a little fearful about this. He, seemed, he seems to spread the fear. His titles, he's got a lot of clickbaity fear titles lately. He does not like losing his 80%er uh, viewers, which he has lost a lot of lately. Because the algorithm is not is not nice to him, um, he he is discriminated against uh, by YouTube. They do do things to cut down on his views to eighty percenters, um, but he he does things to combat it, which are really clickbaity and instill fear in people. And I, I'm not about instilling fear in people. Uh, Rocky Palumbo is in the house. He says from January first through March twenty fifth, uh, twenty one thousand people died from uh, COVID nineteen. And uh, 582,000 died from alcohol. Now, I, 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 yeah, there's uh, the COVID 19 deaths right now are, are very small compared to so many other things. And it's just that they're blowing, they're blowing it out of proportion. Uh, the media is, and, and other people are too. All right. And finally, Top Roller said Trump said today he is considering taking the malaria drug as a preventative measure for himself. So that's probably what triggered all that stuff that I saw on, on, uh, on Twitter. And I, I would not doubt that he is already taking it. He's over 70 and he's probably pre-diabetic, I would assume. Um, I mean, he says he's so healthy, but uh, look, look to me that he's pre-diabetic at, at least. Uh, but I, I'm not his medical doctor. Uh, and good for him if he wants to take it. It's a personal responsibility thing. If you want to take it, take it. Consult your doctor, though. Consult your doctor um, because they will tell you what drugs it re reacts with. All right. But again, and, and another, not, don't, not all doctors are the final word and not all scientists, you know, in the secular religion type of stuff. I, I, I want to point that out again. There are bad doctors out there also. So be careful, people. Use logic, reason. Don't get emotional. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Spread the word about this on Twitter. Retweet it, dudes. Um, Thanks for being here tonight, guys. I'll say hi to all of you in the chat. Pound that like button. Bang the bell button, I guess, to get reminders when this backup channel posts a video. All right. I will see you guys in the chat. And, of course, new show every day, so I'll see you uh, Sunday. Bye.